is a choice, but we should respect it nonetheless. And with that, hello and welcome <laughs> to the Oh Dear Podcast. Okay. My name is Christian Duran, Senior Vice President of the Oh Dear Podcast, Oh Dear Nation, Oh Dear Limited, Oh Dear Weekly, and all subsidiaries there in 4-2, which with me, as always, on the one podcast where we talk about things that would make your mother clutch her pearls and yell, Oh Dear, are my co-hosts, Nick Whitmer and Brett Rabel. Have we ever had an OD or 0.1 seconds into the show before? Do I have the record? <laughs> yeah. I think I have the record. <laughs> the cold open. The cold open. <laughs> the, oh, man. The cold open of the OD podcast. <laughs> Just an incredibly problematic thought. Anyway, here we are. <laughs> I wish that was the office. I wish they had. That would be a fun character. Problematic Jim. Yeah. Uh, if all of, you know, Jim, it's Jim Helper doing his pranks on Dwight, but it's like, Jim is like, rather than just like this really like lovable every man, he's yeah. like a very problematic, like, <laughs> like he just keeps putting a sign on Dwight's back. This is like gay. And yeah. like, <laughs> it's like, it's, I don't know. Is this okay? Like he's being really mean to this dude. Yeah. At that point, it's just, he's just a bully. He just has a Blue Lives Matter flag on his desk. (laughs) (laughs) It's problematic, Jim. Your boyfriend's a fucking bitch, Pam. (laughs) Oh, fuck. He's like trying to. I'll beat the fucking shit out of him right now if he was here. (laughs) (laughs) That's always a funny thing. If he was here. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. If he was here, I'd beat the shit out of him. He shows up. What? Oh, no, I didn't see that. <laughs> you better fucking leave, dude. You better fucking leave. <laughs> so many funny things people say to like not fight. Right. <laughs> dude, dude, if my fucking dude, if I didn't just buy these new shoes, dude, you fucking <laughs> I can't scuff dude. these shoes, dude. Dude, dude you yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that was no, always the thing in school. It's like cause you get immediate exp- uh you get expelled if you got into a fight he's like dude i would fight you but i don't want to get expelled so you're fucking lucky <laughs> what time i was like you ever be around people who just who fighting is more of a part of part of their life i guess or upbringing i guess I, this is when i was younger i was like 20 21 maybe 22 i don't know and, rick i think you had a pretty cushy upbringing because every day <laughs> i had to fight <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for sure. If you I mean, saw the suburb I grew up in, man. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. You had, anyway. to hate your, you had to hate your parents for giving them everything that you needed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy. It's Mom, not easy. Oh, my fucking God. This is FIFA 05, not 06. <laughs> <laughs> this right. one doesn't have creative player, like, career mode. Fuck. Brett's theme song is "All's My Life." I had to fight. <laughs> no, I don't want to eat noodles and company. Fuck. <laughs> uh, anyway, Ray, you're saying I was playing cards with, like, I was in my early twenties. I was playing cards, I was playing poker with these this group of people, mm-hmm. and like this one dude was being a dick at the table, and he was just like. I don't know, he was basically just going all in all the time with nothing. Oh, but, shit. I like but, this guy. <laughs> but, like, he was being a dick about Like, he was purposely just trying to, like, win hands that he didn't deserve to win. And then when he won, he would, like, flip the cards over and be like, yeah. 
Uh, I, I, I did that to you. Like, yeah. So anyway, like he took me out of a hand and mm. I lost and I went on. I was just like, man, I just said something to him kind of like, you're, you know, you're just, you're, you ruined the way this game is. Something like that. Like, I'm just like, I said something to him to be like, you're a dickhead for playing the way you're playing amongst yeah. friends. Like, this is just a group of friends. You're not in Vegas. You know, you're like, you know, you're, <laughs> you're just, you're just being a dick. So yeah, anyway, I, I left and I went to the bar that we worked at and apparently somebody texted that at the bar that I worked at, that I said something to this dude. And, and I didn't think of it as anything crazy. So I park and then I'm in the parking lot. And I was actually wearing flip flops, but I was like, I don't, I just changed into my sneakers and I don't even know exactly why, but my friend saw me changing into the sneakers and he was one of those kids who like grew up fighting and he goes, Oh shit. What's about the fight. <laughs> and, and, and i and i come into the bar and then this guy shows up at the bar and my friend's like oh shit it's on now and i'm just sitting there going like what's on and they're like dude i you put your shoes on you're gonna fight right i'm like is that, is that like no i just didn't want to wear flip-flops i was i want i was going i just wanted to put shoes on like, oh my god never, he's like i thought you were putting shoes you know so you had a you know you had a better chance in the fight you don't want to fight with flip-flops on i'm like dude i never occurred to me <laughs> never That's once so funny wait one second let me tie my shoes <laughs> But it, that's so funny, the idea of, like, like there are fighting sneakers. <laughs> you put on my fighting you know, shoes. Like, I got I to gotta lace up before I uh, throw bows. Like, he didn't just think, oh, wit's changing shoes. He was like, it's on. Right. And, the, yeah. the other thing that's funny to me about that is that the reason – the the reason for the fight is like, dude, you ruined a perfectly good time. <laughs> like you ruined the sanctity of our friendship game. <laughs> yeah, and now I'm gonna fist fight somebody in the parking lot of a bar that I work at. <laughs> you got it, man. I mean, that is some that's some West Virginia and some. I might have said this before, but like there was like a race track at, uh, in my hometown. That's where everybody oh, you're would fight. Say race war. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where a lot of race wars happen. Uh, <laughs> it was like a go kart track, and they had arcade games and stuff. It called Andretti, and that's mm. like where it was, dude, I'll, I'll dude go to Andretti after school. I'll fuck you up. <laughs> God. <laughs> The poor people who own that business. They're like, why are your teenagers always fighting here? Because yeah. there's literally it's either that or we just wanted to give them a track to drive on. Like we were. I know. It's really funny because it was either that or Walmart, and uh, Andretti was closer to the high school. So. That's such um, a great name of exactly where Florida teens would fight. <laughs> Andretti. <laughs> Yeah, the, I mean, I mean, there wasn't much to do in that town, so it's like that was like what you would do. Like you could run into people at Walmart at like two a.m. in that town, you know, because that's what else are you going to do? Everything's closed except Walmart. So yeah, if you're the, just a the you super know. Walmart. That's like it's just like a neon. It's like a casino. It just drying yeah. up all the town's resources and it's opened 24 seven. And <laughs> and the funny thing is that's like the closest you'll come to New York in, yeah. in one of those towns is like a super Walmart at 2am because there's just a homeless dude. Like there's something going on, you know what I mean? Like somebody shit themselves in aisle three. Yeah. And right, right. Everybody just looks the other way. <laughs> that's what you did though. When I was living in the South, same place 
I was in South Carolina, the same place this whole non-fight thing happened, is we would go to the Super Walmart at like three in the morning because it was like the only thing going on. And I went one time with my brother and like, I just saw this dude and I, 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 it's like he walked through like a, a, a jail cell, like, you know how jail cells are bars and he somehow like his, his, his head ear to ear had to be three and a half inches. Like he was the thinnest person I've ever, and I was just staring at this guy and I couldn't stop because I've never seen <laughs> a human being whose shoulder blades were four inches from each other. Like it was the wow. weirdest guy I've ever seen. And I was like, only at a Walmart would this guy like be here, you know, like you'd never see that guy anywhere else. No, other than a Mr. Universe, Mr. Universe catalog. <laughs> That's a, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Walmart cracked the code. We're like, wait a minute, if we just stay open all the time in these random places, we'll be just the only attraction. Right. So, like, we'll just be the only thing. And that's, like, one of the ways. Yeah. And then Amazon took it a step further because Walmart was like, we're open here 24 hours a day. But Amazon's an online store, which is like, we're open all the time wherever you are. Like, that's... We're just a store that never closes that you can access at any moment if you have an internet connection. Yeah. The idea like, if you buy it, if you buy it at 2 a.m., it might get there that day. (laughs) It might get there by like 10 p.m. the next day. God, that's so wild. Brett Um, said Walmart was an attraction. (laughs) And it's like, it kind of is in some places. Isn't that weird? It really is. Like, oh, our town has a Walmart. (gasps) That's the thing you'd go and do. Yeah. But that's like the liberal, like, uh, that's like the uh, opposite of like the liberal Whole Foods. Like when a town gets a Whole Foods, it's like, oh, ooh, a Whole yeah. Foods. <laughs> yeah. The opposite side of that prism is like, ooh, a Walmart. <laughs> We're getting a Walmart next year. <laughs> um, guys, Fuddruckers coming. Speaking of corporate takeovers, how do you guys feel about Elon Musk buying Twitter? Oh, here we go. Christian Duran, make no mistake. He is a senior vice president with those transitions. <laughs> For a reason. <laughs> I think like uh, the I think like everybody's reaction to it is kind of like comical because first how, of all, billionaires own everything. Like billionaires owned Twitter before Elon Musk bought Twitter. It wasn't yeah. like uh, it was a mom and pop social media company that got bought out by Elon Musk. Like yeah. they're like to act like Elon Musk is the first billionaire to own a big thing of media is like so weirdly like misplaced energy and stuff and another thing that i find funny is that like what are you talking about fox news is worker owned <laughs> it's <a> co-op <laughs> you know that co-op msnbc <laughs> yeah it's, yeah it's the, and then like the he literally is like i want to bring back free speech to twitter and like the way people respond to that is because it's like if someone says, it's, I want to bring back free speech, you would think that like no one would be like against that because it's free speech. It's really but like funny. people literally are like, oh, great. Here comes free speech again. Ugh. Like, <laughs> like you idiot. Like, what? <laughs> really? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. He wants to bring back free speech. He's like, oh, I guess that means all the speech I don't like. Right. Yeah. It's like that. I think that's, no, that's oftentimes just tribalistic morons who, in their head, uh, free speech has become a thing that they associate with conservatives saying. Yeah. And uh, because it's associated in their head with conservatives saying it, um, they're like, it's bad. 
But that, I mean, it's like it's the most basic civics lessons that you learn in like seventh grade or something, or freshman year of high school, which is like free speech. You, you like we got to defend free speech we don't like. Like it's like not that hard. Now, now right. I wonder it won't be like maximum free because there will be content moderation. Like yeah, you know, well, I don't want child pedophilia photos. Yeah, I was there listening. should be. I was listening to this uh, this podcast and there, yeah, that's exactly kind of what they were saying that like Elon Musk is uh, like a free speech absolutionist. So they were they were kind of like pondering if it like he would just go like no restrictions whatsoever. And in that case, it's like nobody would be on Twitter because it would only be child porn. (laughs) Like it would would be eight chan. It would be four chan. It would just be like, it it wouldn't be, that wouldn't be smart for him to do simply because it would turn Twitter into even more of a cesspool than it already is. But the one big thing is if you're going to do absolute free speech, one good way of doing it is to get rid of anonymous accounts. Like authentic, you have to have an, um, a phone number and an email attached to your thing and you have to be you essentially. And that would actually cut down on all that because like if Brett Rabel had to be Brett Rabel and not, you know, child fucker 31, <laughs> yeah. um, by the way, sorry Dang. for giving up your burner, Brett. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, you would, you're not posting child porn on your name, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? You're, you're, no, you're doing no. it under an anonymous little thing. That's so, definitely on my burner account. Child <laughs> fucker 31. Thanks, but you know, Brett. like, Get rid of these robots. Like I, I don't know if this is true or not, but apparently there's so many robot accounts on Twitter. But the reason why the the old owners of Twitter didn't get rid of them was because it would make it look like their user base was smaller, right? And, they, and then they would worry about their stock pricing tanking. And I don't know if that's true or not. But if that is true, like they're just sitting there, like letting all this chaos happen, so just to protect the the the, the stock price, like just fucking. Like the the burner, the robot accounts are the ones that do like cause almost all the harm on Twitter. Yeah. You got to get rid of someone. I think Rogan even posted it. It was an article that said like 11% of the accounts talking about Amber Heard and and Joe, uh, Johnny Depp are fake. So they're just like, it's just like fake accounts trying to Stir stir up shit. So if you take Twitter and you make it to where every person has to have authenticity or whatever to get on the the platform and you can't just be some anonymous person and i don't know if those are going to go hand in hand because you can theoretically have an anonymous account but you have a phone that gets you it whatever but it would go a long way of getting rid of robot accounts burner accounts anything like that and then because free speech is a beautiful thing but if you can hide behind an anonymous account and then post you know white supremacist shit or or child porn or something yeah. and no that's not free speech you know like there's a there right. those are crimes you know and, and it's also like uh it's also fucked up that you can just buy bots to like to say whatever you want it's like um mm-hmm. it's like fucking a fellow or something you just whisper in somebody's ear like hey you know fucking brett talk shit about you what brett talk shit <laughs> fuck brett you know what i mean it's like yeah. just making shit up um, here's a list of everything Elon Musk wants to change about Twitter. Uh, first of all, uh, an edit button. Musk noted the social media platform's lack of an edit button back in the 2019 tweet. Where's the edit function when you really need it? Yeah. Um, he wants to have an edit button and believes the problems critics raise can be resolved. I think you only have the edit ca- capability for a short period of time and zero out all retweets and favorites after an edit. Um, yeah. That's interesting. 
Uh, right, because I mean, the classic thing is like, how do you, if someone could tweet something that was yeah. popular and then edit it to. Teachers need to make more money, and then you edit it and be like, blacks steal too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Whoa. And then, like, like ooh, look, wow. Obama liked it, so he must. Yeah, have- exactly. <laughs> um, Long form tweets. Musk has also suggested allowing long form tweets. He commented on a long Twitter thread in April 2022. My most immediate takeaway from this novella of a thread is that Twitter is way overdue for long form tweets. Um, That's a good one. I hate that when you're reading a thread, but then like you get it in a weird order. Like sometimes in your feed, like you'll get like the fourth version of like the fourth tweet in the, the the tweet storm of threads and then you have to like try to scroll and find the new one and then there's all the comments like that's that is a terrible feature that they have the the thread thing or whatever um spam bots and authentication musk once called spam bots the single most annoying problem on twitter he yep. tweeted in april 2022 if our twitter bid succeeds we will defeat the spam bots or die trying he wrote in a reply to that tweet that twitter would authenticate all real humans under his ownership that'd be Pretty good. Yeah. Um, mm. Open source algorithm. Musk has said he's concerned about bias being inherent to Twitter's algorithm, which he said he'd solve with an open source algorithm. In That's late March idea. 2022, he tweeted, I'm worried about de facto bias in the Twitter algorithm having a major effect on public discourse. How do we know what's really happening? Musk polled his followers on whether they'd support an open source algorithm. About 83% of more than 1.1 million respondents said they would. Uh, an open source algorithm would make publicly available the calculus which determines what appears on a person's Twitter feed. Um, content moderation. Musk has outlined his free speech first vision for Twitter. He said that at the TED 2022 conference, he thinks Twitter should not regulate content beyond what is required by the laws of the countries it operates in. A lot of people are going to be super unhappy with West Coast high tech as the de facto arbiter of free speech, Musk said in a tweeted in a tweeted in they wrote this weird in a tweet in January, 2021, our thought, but it's easier to advocate broad policy change from the outside of a company like Twitter than to enact it from within. It's also worth remembering that Musk has been a mercurial tweeter and his plans could easily change. Yeah. That's like, I just see Twitter as its own entertainment network, its own TV show. Yeah. And Musk since Trump left the void that Trump left of being the star. Yeah. uh, Musk took that over. Right. But and, you, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, I'd say go ahead. No, if you're a free speech like absolutions, you're probably going to bring Trump back, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you'd have to. I mean, yeah. especially if you're not letting the Twitter, like basically the like the, he said, the West Coast tech world be the arbiter of what's okay and what's not okay. I think you kind of have to let a lot of those conservative voices back in that got banned because. Of, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, Trump's insurrection stuff, you know, I could I could understand somebody suspending him, but to just flat out ban him, it's a little... Well, it's, it's effed up. It, let's be honest. It actually... I mean, it's not a big deal. It's not like the main thing fucking up society, but it, it's just Trump isn't part of their cool kids club, and they're like, we're just going to flex our power over him. I... I, I I don't understand why liberal people were so excited about Trump's speech being banned. I do yeah. feel you as far as during the wake and like the after, immediate aftermath. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, 
maybe you don't have the right to talk in this public forum this way, but at, at a certain point, it's just like, Oh, it's just them having power and trying to exert power over him. And it only gives more power to their narrative, which is that free speech is under attack, which one can make cogent arguments that it is. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's clear. I mean, there's a lot of people, I mean, listen, if you look up, you know, uh, the examples of people getting banned for certain things on Twitter, it's kind of laughable how it's, it's so obviously biased towards conservative voices rather than liberal voices. And like, I forget who it was, but someone was pointing out that like, if you're liberal, you can do a lot of the same things that conservatives did to get banned, but it's just liberal. So it's okay. So essentially doxing and essentially like, all of these things that gets conservative people in trouble. The like um, Milo got taken out uh, from because of the whole Leslie Jones Ghostbusters thing, which is it, that seems like twenty years ago now. It's kind of funny, but basically they were like, "Oh, he was sending um, like people to attack Leslie Jones on Twitter, and he was basically formulating this thing." And like they're like, "He's bullying," and they basically block banned him for like for that content. But like. You don't you don't think if you're a liberal, you're you, you don't think people bully politicians, conservative politicians on Twitter all the time. You don't think Don Jr. gets bullied by liberals on Twitter all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this happens all the time. So like if you can't just have it, you're like, that's the problem is like people on the left don't like they think that they're absolute right. They're, they're the right people. They're like unquestionably the the right people and everybody on the other side is racist and evil so they're like oh we're just censoring racists so it's okay but you don't realize the shit that that starts when you just start banning the other side and then your side's the only one that gets a voice i mean i deleted twitter months ago because it's just accessible i can't do it like it's right. awful so maybe i'll get it back but i don't know yeah well um, just wait until freaking cockfucker 6929 has to go by jeffrey adams right <laughs> and then, <laughs> then we'll see if you're back that would be good i mean i can't wait for the these people to like have to use their real name and then just <laughs> have a you know still have to have their awful takes well, that's the thing they, yeah they say the town square it's the town square right that's what mm-hmm. twitter is and they're like any you know freedom of speech you should go to the town square and talk and that's kind of how you know you can get your point across that's okay, but like you don't go to the town square wearing a mask and a voice, you know, yeah. thing to hide voice your changer. voice and start change, start saying absurd shit to yeah. try. You know what I mean? Like, you, like you're you in the town square. So I think you should have to be you on Twitter. And I actually think, like, with the exception of like some whistleblower stuff, that's probably been maybe good for the country in the sense of like revealing terrible things that we've done and stuff. Yeah. that there really is no place for anonymous accounts on the internet because it oh, it's too much of a can of worms. Like it's too much of, Hey, isn't anonymity great? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, sure. But then go to 4chan, go to 8chan and just see how great it is. Yeah. 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 No. I mean, it, uh, it, that was like the classic tug and push and pull of it is people, Twitter would engage in content moderation, typically, uh, typically uh, minimizing, you know, conservative voices or pl- deplatforming them. But then 
And um, conservatives be like, that's messed up. And then liberals say it's a private business. They can do whatever they want. It's yeah. like, and so they would try, they were happy to try and use their conservatives own logic and language against right. them. But then the counter is like, it does have very public means, which is also partially true. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the main thing I feel like it's a terrible purchase at, from a business perspective. It really is. There's really that's, no money that's in Twitter. Like, there's no, this is just him buying. It's not even a pro sports team because there, there's money in pro sports. It, I, it's just, I feel like it's just him buying something. It's a toy. It's yeah. all it is. He bought an incredibly expensive toy. Yeah. And now he's able to make this toy fit within his vision. But dude, you can look it up. There's like, studies that show like 90% of tweets come from 10% of users. Yeah. And like, like, I don't know this. It's like half of all accounts are inactive. Yeah. Like, I mean, I read that like, like only like 22% of adults, Americans or 22% of people in America have a Twitter. And out of those 22%, only like three or, or like 6% are actually regularly active on Twitter. Yeah. Right. It makes sense because you have to be a lunatic to work for free for this company, which is what these companies do. They just got all of us to work for them for free. Yeah. Right. And, and that's the thing. Like, if you work for free on YouTube, you eventually get monetization partnership. Even Facebook has a version of that too. Um, granted, on only on videos, not on like text posts. But that's a really good point. And I, I didn't really think of it that way. Is that if you are on Twitter and you are the reason why other people are on Twitter, there should be some sort of monetization of your account to where you get paid for your all the shit that you put into it, but you don't at all. Yeah, it's just a uh, it's just a video game of uh, yeah. can I score more likes and retweets? And that video game is why so many in our case, like comedians, started to just be like uninteresting armchair. Uh, typically leftist take political pundits. Yeah, and it's like because they're just trying to win the video game and the more you know in short form level-headedness or broad like broader gray points don't win out over very terse basic language. You know what I mean? Silence is violence. It's like it sounds like stuff like that. Mm. It's like sounds good but like is that really what we're doing? Silence is violence. What if they're being silent because they work four jobs and don't have time to talk about how it's rude to ask millionaire actresses what they're wearing or something. It's just like, right. Mm. I just Uh, think it's, I I, I think it's a stupid purchase. I think it's, he gets to like engage in this fantasy of people are going to, idolize me for opening the floodgates on free speech and yeah. i uh i don't know i think it's a terrible business call i it is in a way but it's also kind of like a utility like if twitter it is because i think part i think twitter part of the reason why twitter stalled and arguably it never died but it stalled for sure is because a lot of this shit we're talking about, bot accounts, things like that, it could be a very useful utility for 
people to go and post information. Because even without Twitter, like this is a good example of when I want Twitter. It's like during the the Brooklyn subway shooting thing, it happened like fucking less than a mile from my house, my apartment. And like I'm turning on the news and like there's just there's still on the fucking whatever show, Kathy Ryan and fucking, <clears throat> and you yeah. know what I mean? Like those morning shows. And they're talking about like, oh, this is the way you fold a towel. And I'm like, dude, people are dying. Can I get some information? Twitter's <laughs> the best for that. It's best for sports information, instantaneous sports information. Like what is going on in this game? Like I can't watch it. If I go to Twitter, I'm immediately – like there's actually like an argument for it being more of a utility than like a monetization, like a big – profitable business or something so in that sense if it's useful if there's a utility then it could be a smart purchase in the sense of like he owns the way people uh the platform that people communicate information on uh and and there there is ways of making money with ads and other things like that but i mean facebook is you know a lot of that money came from the user data that they had and you're able to advertise to people from based on their user data and like Facebook doesn't collect user data the same way and Facebook or Twitter doesn't collect it the same way as Facebook and Facebook has also been hurt by Apple's, you know, stance on, you know, privacy or whatever, if you even want to call it that. But um, so I don't know. It it is interesting because the first thing I thought was, Oh, that's good news for some people and other people are going to be pissed, but I didn't actually think of it in the sense of, was that a good purchase or not? So I don't, I don't know. I think it's debatable. I think you might be right though. It might just be, I mean, Twitter's turned, I looked it up. Twitter's uh, like twice turned to net profit and otherwise is posted giant losses. Yeah. I right. think of the 38, um, what is it? Earnings calls. They've only re- reported like prop profits on like, like 18 of them were like, bad or whatever right that's how dumb i am i'm just like oh yeah i try to say it the smart way i'm like oh 38 conference calls they've only um (laughs) they it was bad most of the time but does anybody care like if the electric company turns a profit you know what i mean like the gas company like if it's a utility i think that it's a different argument for being a profitable business i know it's a private business and i don't know exactly how natural gas and electricity and all that shit works but um uh, yeah i mean i'm annoyed i'm annoyed i got uh so my conservative friend sent me a um meme about it yeah and uh this conservative friend by the way i had a very good friend i had a few days previously I had said like, Hey man, do you mind, uh, you know, donating to the Kickstarter? Cause he's a good enough friend where I can just directly be like, Hey, we give to my Kickstarter. Right. And he sent me a meme from Donald Trump jr. And the meme said Musk's Twitter purchase fails after 138 board votes found overnight. And that's a meme Donald Trump shared. Yeah. And I said, you can only send me Donald Trump Jr. memes if you've donated to my play. (laughs) I unsubscribe from whatever meme Donald Trump Jr. is tweeting that is like fomenting your and like, LOL. It's this guy is the least funny person on planet Earth. Well, well, I it's hope he's so not dumb to be like they found all these votes. You mean they counted the votes? 
Like, that's the dumbest argument to be like, dude, I was looking, I was watching at, at 11 o'clock at night and Donald Trump was winning. And then I went to bed and I woke up and then he was losing. <laughs> yeah, because they counted the votes, you idiot. Like, why does that, why does that mean, I mean, listen, nobody knows anything. They could have stole the election in the sense that, like, I the only reason why I don't believe that they he stole the, they, the election was stolen from him is because everybody... Even people on his side goes, oh, no, it wasn't stolen. And I cover election stuff like but I don't know for sure. I'm just basing it off of what other people say. But just to, but to just to be like, oh, well, it was stolen because the we vote totals <laughs> were different eight hours apart from each other is not right. a good. Like, how yeah. dumb do you have to be? Right. Pretty dumb. Um one thing that was uh, interesting to me was that somebody made the point that uh, Elon Musk is like he's that last point in the article is like it's so mercurial um his tweeting and all his stuff uh like all the stuff even with dogecoin and stuff uh-huh. uh, they said that like he'll it's gonna take months to like actually iron out the the sale so they were saying like by the time he actually gets in there and tries to start figuring out stuff and like changing things he's like he might just get bored after a while like once like once he realizes that like the actual problem He's an engineer. So the actual problem of of Twitter is not necessarily an engineering problem. It's a human nature problem. You're not really going to solve it with engineering. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. A lot of it's a human nature problem. One more just going back to the election thing. Yeah. Another one was people would be like, dude, there's no way Biden won because when I drove around, all I saw were Trump signs in everybody's yard. I didn't see any Biden signs. I'm like, dude, you live in rural Virginia. You, if you, even if you supported Biden, you wouldn't put it in your yard out of fear of somebody doing something to you. Right. Yeah. So, how is it? There's such anecdotal evidence people use. It's like, dude, in my town, I don't know a single Biden voter. I'm like, yeah, because that's yeah. the world we live in. I don't know. You know what I mean? I live in New York City. I don't know a single Trump voter. Yeah. It, it's doesn't, like the- it doesn't mean that there's oh, no we're- way that he has support. We're sorry, out here. Brett, we're just, Brett, we're, Brett, we're Brett. out here. We're just a little quieter. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, that's like so true. It's, but even when Trump won, everybody's like, "How could he have won?" Everyone I know uh, wouldn't vote for him. It's like, yeah, yeah you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're an idiot. But going back to the Twitter thing is um, too is uh, that's another point. Is like Elon Musk is good at a lot of things. Um, but I don't know if this is necessarily his forte. The one thing I, I heard don't about know him if he is, is I feel like Elon Musk sucks, and I kind of think that's a fair slant. Well, go ahead, Rit. Sorry. Well, go. Well, tell us why. Because from because what I understand, he, he's a really, really, really gifted charlatan. Uh, I think <laughs> he is like Trump in that way. They're really gifted charlatans. He's like. You know, Tesla as a business has mostly made money from the government. Actually, they've just made their money from the government. They exploit, uh, you know, it's just about exploiting uh, laws for uh, subsidies rather than. And I understand why subsidies exist to help an industry get off the ground that could make the environment better. We don't even know if EV is actually better for the environment. It's still energy. It's just like, but um but like it's like his business just takes money from the government. Uh, he actually doesn't turn profits with his business, but he's able to, you know, his business is the stock. And sometimes when people's business is the stock, I think they're probably charlatans. Yeah. 
Um, I, don't, I, mean, I guess it just depends on because I, I feel like that's kind of a this is a modern form of business where having the owning the thing that's worth the money is is more important than turning a profit like Uber is a good example like Uber like it's still a billion dollar whatever the market cap is it's insane and people still are like oh buy Uber stock and if they've never turned a profit but I think like in everybody's mind, it's like Uber's not going anywhere. The yeah. fact that they haven't turned a profit is more probably like somewhat intentional in the fact that like, like if Uber really, no. if, if Uber's sole mission was just to turn a profit, I'm sure they could have figured it out by now. But I think that they put so much money back into it and other things and trying to grow the business in some absurd ways that if they were just trying to turn a profit, they would have started in New York or LA or wherever figured it out and then scaled it after it was a profitable business. But now it's all about crowdfunding and like, and getting equity and like all these things to where like, I don't know if turning a profit is the most important thing anymore to some businesses, because it would seem kind of antithetical to the way some of these run. And I don't know, I guess it's interesting because I thought that Tesla, um, was I? I didn't realize they were getting so much money from the government. I thought that's because they weren't unionized. They weren't were actually weren't entitled to some of the money or something like that. But I, I don't. I don't know. I'm kind of speaking ignorantly of that. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I also just kind of have a general bend of hating Elon Musk. I mean, he he ruined one of my favorite musical artists, uh, Grimes and. Uh, <laughs> Not even kidding. Like by marrying her and giving her billions of dollars, she lost her drive. I I mean, kind of. Her music sucks now. It's like she was one of my favorite, one of the most exciting artists. And for what it's worth, she was also like, uh, you know, I don't care, but she was very vocal about, you know, being a progressive. And uh, I don't think it's crazy to feel a little bit betrayed by her positioning as an artist when she then is dating uh a dude who a mega capitalist <laughs> who's the epitome of capitalism the richest man on earth and uh you know probably exploits a lot of labor and i'm pretty sure elon musk was he was like involved in like blood diamond trade and shit oh, like, like he's like not a good dude and yeah this is the this is so funny about these things because it's hard for me to know what's true on that because the the diamond mind thing, yeah, or like because everybody's like this meme that's going around is all all these self made billionaires. They said they're self made, but you know Jeff Bezos was given this much money by his dad, and Bill Gates was given this, and and like they're like um, Elon Musk's father owned a bunch of diamond mines in South Africa. But then somebody goes, no, no, he didn't. His his father just owned shares of a diamond mine. He he bought equity into it. He didn't like um, he wasn't like uh, the outright owner. He just made a good investment and flipped his money or something. But I'm like, I don't know how much is that's better or worse or whatever. But all these stories kind of come around and you're just like, it's weird that we're in the information age, but it's harder to tell what's true or not because everything feels true. Like if you hate Elon Musk, the fact that his dad was a exploited child labor and, and blood diamonds, it fits your narrative. And if you love Elon Musk, the fact that that's a misunderstood fact, sure. and he, his dad was just a, you know, owned some stock or something 
makes a lot of sense and is very easy to believe. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know what's true. Self-made billionaire is a hilarious term. I don't know. It's like no one, and I'm not even one of those people who's like, you know, uh, Bezos' parents gave him a $250,000 loan, which is, that's how many people have access to that. But yeah, but the acting like it's like, oh, if you get one loan of half a million dollars, that's easy to turn it into 48 billion. Yeah, it's it's I mean, I I also think I I kind of feel like uh, someone being allowed to be a billionaire. I feel like there is a moral issue with it, too. Like I I kind of feel like there it's it's a little unethical. And part of me thinks we should have a wage or a, a, a wealth maximum. Right. Kind of yeah. like, kind of not kidding. I know it's like, not like a policy and I'm not a politician, but on a human level, part of me feels like we should have a wage maximum. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. It's an interesting argument. Cause, cause what I always say about it is people go, well, do you know, Jeff Bezos worked really hard for that money. And I go, listen, I'm not saying he didn't work hard, but to act like, how much he worked for Amazon and how much money he has is a fair ratio can say compared to uh, an ER nurse, you know, it's like an ER nurse works hard too, but she makes 48 grand a year. And if you're going to say that Elon Musk, if you're just going to break it down by like man hours and how much money in return for how many, how much work you put in. There's no way Elon Musk put in more work than an ER nurse put in into Amazon. Or let's say it's the same because that's a bunch of hard work, but that just, it just goes to show that like, sure he worked hard. I don't think anybody's going to argue against that, but the fact that he can be worth $48 billion with how hard he worked is not fair in relation to how hard other people work. So it's not like, Hey, this is America. If you work as hard as him, you will also have $48 billion. It's like, no, 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 you won't. You know, that's, that's, that's not true at all. Yeah. I think the other argument just to play devil's advocate would be that he, um, you know, he created, there's another term that real. people say is problematic, devil's advocate. Is it really? Why? People, oh, oh, because like some people on the left will say, like liberals will say like that that's like a triggering term. Why? Someone playing devil's advocate. Th- their idea They're is- They're not religious. Like, like <laughs> do they find it? <laughs> they get bummed out about the fucking Al Pacino movie? Like, I don't even understand. Yeah. <laughs> it brings me <laughs> back to that one time where a Keanu Reeves <laughs> shitty actor- Can you not bring movie. up the Lord's Lucifer? <laughs> I don't like him. I'm more yeah. of a Jesus fan. Just to play the uh, devil's Norbit. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say there, Christian? Because I think- No, it's a, yeah, that's a triggering term. But Christian, just, yeah. No, I was like, play devil's advocate. Well, he he's created all this huge thing that we all use and makes his profit is coming from how much we all totally. use the thing that he created. Yeah, that that's that I was <clears throat> gonna say. So someone made a point about taxes and stuff and and everything, and they basically were like, "Is if you are an Amazon shopper, and I am." Uh, like I get, we get so much of our stuff from Amazon just because the sheer it's cheaper. It's no work on our part and it makes our lives more efficient and we save money. So like if Amazon didn't exist and I had to procure everything that I purchased on Amazon in the surrounding neighborhood stores that I have, 
I would be spending more money. So is there any argument to the amount of money I save? And I don't know how much it is, but someone had a stat that says like Amazon shoppers save like, I don't know, three grand a year, you know, shopping on Amazon. Is there an argument that that three grand that I save is because of Jeff Bezos? And that is in some way uh, a tax, you know, like a benefit of him to a society as America. So uh, sure, he doesn't pay tax enough taxes. But if every American who uses this thing is saving like three grand a year or something like that, isn't is that a fair thing to say that he's providing that much value to people? Whereas Elon Musk, you know, not everybody can afford a Tesla. Not everybody can afford to go to space. You know, like the things that he owns, like granted, Tesla's really, I mean, apparently it's good for the environment, but Brett made a point that we're not 100% sure. And the reason why that is because it's still precious metal mining that makes the batteries for these electric cars. So it's like we're still digging up shit in the earth. So it might be better in one relation of carbon emissions, but we don't know the long term effects and also how plentiful these precious metals are. But that's another, that's beside the point. Is there an argument to be made that at least, what Bezos provides is actually um, saving people money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course he's, he, uh, yeah. Anyone would be up their own ass if they didn't act like Amazon provided a value to society. And yeah. Like, yeah. It obviously does. Why did it become the biggest, just literally entity on earth bigger yeah. than governments, many governments, but well, I th- yeah. Oh, go ahead, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, go ahead. No, but, um, you know, is uh, is it a net benefit or a net loss for society? That's like an interesting discussion point because it does save a lot of people some money. Um, but then it also, I don't know, it takes money out of communities. It's like 80 yeah. some percent of the money doesn't go back into the community. So, you know, yeah. that's the, the- important to mention. The argument that I think people could have against that, and I agree because I am a person who does like to shop local as much as I can. I mean, I do believe in like local businesses can be like, you know, the heartbeat of the neighborhood or whatever. But to be fair, like unlike Tesla and all these other things is anybody can sell on Amazon. Right. Like you can be a small business who owns a brick and mortar store in Park Slope, Brooklyn, and then sell your products on Amazon and make money from it. So it's not... There is a way for you to use it to your benefit too. It's not just if you shop on Amazon, you're you're only supporting Amazon because most of the time you're buying from Amazon, you're actually buying from a small business owner. You just don't know it. People don't realize that all the sellers on Amazon are people who are independent small business owners who sell their products on Amazon. Amazon makes very little products in relation to what is sold. Now, there's a whole other can of worms that goes into that too, but um, you know, my biggest complaint about Amazon, honestly, is like the, it might be a net gain if 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 you're looking at it that way. But one of the ways that it loses is just how bad it is for the environment. Like mm-hmm. we get shit sent to us all the time. It's giant boxes, plastic out the ass, like so much plastic. It's ridiculous how much plastic is used to ship me a fucking thing of Tic Tacs. You know what I mean? Like if you <laughs> yeah. buy a thing of Tic Tacs from Amazon, it comes bubble wrapped. And and, and, t- and I really think like that's one of the things like 30 years from now, we're going to look back 
and it's going to be like people smoking on airplanes. We're going to be like, yeah, how the, the fuck? fuck did we use that much? Pl- like what monsters were we that we're just using yeah. that much plastic that doesn't go anywhere, that stays, that it, it's here forever once yeah. it's made. It's and, like, what the <laughs> fuck are we doing? They're gonna and be then I read this- that like bottled water is like, like 90 some percent of bottled of bottled waters are can't even be recycled to where they're they're used to replace you know bottled waters or whatever. So recycling is kind of a sham. Sorry, Christian. Oh Here no, I was just gonna say they're gonna be watching this like <laughs> Mad Men type movie or show about <laughs> these times, and they're like on a little TV and they go, "Oh well, time to go back to the raid and get on their Mad Max bikes and fucking <laughs> do some cannibal shit." Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, one last thing I wanted. to I want to say before the, uh, another argument of the, you know, Bezos should get to keep all his money is kind of the argument of like, well, he just made a product that's too good. What do you, what do you want him to do? He's like, you know, tax him because his dick's too big. Like what? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah he, he does have a big dick by the way. Literally. <laughs> I, I actually, I've you never know? seen a photo, but I know I have like anecdotal proof that you can kind of contextually surmise that he does. Here's yep. why: the Washington Post years ago, uh, I guess they actually got procured pictures of Jeff Bezos's dick. All right, time like, out. He owns the Washington Post. This sounds like some shit. Where he's, <laughs> he's like, dude, let's get this rumor started that I got a big dick. Oh man, that's why I bought the. He's like, that's why I bought the newspaper. Everybody thought I was just making a good investment. No, 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 no. D- Dem- democracy dies in darkness. No, I don't care. I uh, I just want people to know that I have a big dick. Um, the National Enquirer, mm. I guess, had photos uh, okay. of his dick pic, and then I'm pretty sure they like didn't publish them, mm. and. The point being, if this guy had a small penis, like they were so ready to be like, yeah, (laughs) yeah. But then they probably got it and were like, oh, damn it. Yeah. (laughs) He told the people of the Washington Post, we're going to do a story this week. Top 10 celebrity dick pics. (laughs) Top biggest uh, billionaire dicks ranked. (laughs) Put mine on first. (laughs) Oh, Um, man. There's like one last thing I want to talk about because we're. Go off, King. Story that happened. Mike Tyson on the airplane. Yes. Did you guys see this video? Yeah, so apparently a drunken fan um, got a hold of Mike Tyson on a plane. That got a hold of him, but he was behind him on a plane. And apparently, so what the story is, is the incident went down. A witness on the plane says he and his friend were boarding Tyson's flight. The boxing legend was initially cool with them and the other passengers. The witness tells us Mike took a selfie with him and then was patient with his overly excited buddy who kept trying to talk to the 55-year-old fighter as he sat behind him. Eventually, though, we're told Tyson had enough of the guy behind him. One thing I didn't read was this guy was incredibly intoxicated uh, and told him to chill. When the guy didn't, that's when the witness says Tyson started to throw several punches at the man's face. There's video of this. Yeah. A video was obtained, shows Tyson throwing flurries of blows at the man, which you can see bloody the passenger's forehead. The witness says Mike walked off the plane just seconds later. Um, He received medical attention and went to the police. um, And the cops said officers didn't 
respond to the scene and did detain two people they believe to be involved. Cops added, though, that after one of the people was treated for non-life-threatening injuries, that person provided minimal details of the incident and refused to cooperate further with police investigation. The SFPD says it's aware of the video. Blah, blah, blah. Sources close to Mike claim the man was extremely intoxicated, wouldn't stop provoking the boxer in his seat. Um, funny. And it's actually one of the things I've always said about, like, people always go, how come I can't say the N-word? And it's like, because we asked you not to. It's like if somebody was, like, sitting on a plane and just, like, poking you, like, do you like my finger in your face? Do you like my finger in your face? At some point, you're going to knock them the fuck out because it's just like, dude, I told you not to fucking put your finger in my face. But this yeah. also is an interesting thing because we just saw the Will Smith thing. And these are not – these are completely separated things. Um, and to be consistent, you got to say like hitting someone is never okay. But this is kind of like – this is kind of – I don't know. This is – it's in the same ballpark. I mean he could have just got off the plane. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he didn't have to punch him and then get off the plane. Yeah. But listen, I, mean, I, I, I don't know. I think well, I think Mike Tyson should be banned from the Oscars for ten years. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they should take away his Oscar for The Hangover. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I, listen, I just think like that. Like, there's nothing worse than a drunk. Like, if you're sober and they're drunk and they're annoying, it's it's just nothing worse. But Mike, dude, you're in your like fifties now. You got to have some composure. You got to be like, punching this drunk idiot is not worth my yeah. time. But and imagine just fucking leave. I don't know. So this is a flight from San Francisco to Florida. That's a oh, five. Oh. Hour, that's a four and a half, five hour flight. Yeah, get off the plane, dude. Wait, get the next one. No, he's just Lloyd Christmasing the entire time. He's like, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like I saw the video of him fucking with him and then getting punched, and I was like. Yeah, you know, that guy's behavior isn't really defensible, but also you don't get to hit somebody because they're annoying, you know? Yeah. Like it's not it's not something that oh okay, that's okay to hit somebody because they're annoying. Yeah. Well, hey, 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 listen to this. I'd like to I'd like to uh, sit a couple babies behind Mike Tyson on a plane, you know what I mean? There's a couple babies I've flown with. <laughs> That'd be nice to put behind them. Let the uh, record show you presented that joke ironically. Yes. I kind of like it unironically. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's here's the, here's the thing. We do like to see annoying people get beat the fuck up. Yeah, we do. Yeah, that's we do. one thing. We love and, like mini justice in that way. <laughs> and and yeah. who better to, I mean, who has better fisticuffs than one of the heavyweight champions of the world? I don't know if he's heavyweight, but whatever weight. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Point yeah, he is, was. he is good at punching. <laughs> yeah. And punching, you don't get that much worse at even when you age. Like his fists yeah. still move a billion miles an hour. Yep. Uh, but the man took one, and he—I don't think he pressed charges. The man didn't. No, but the man also threw a bottle at him, like a water bottle or something. Jesus! First, at least that's what a story said, and you know that is a form of assault. Uh, I, obviously, it's you know proportional aggression is always relevant. Like if Whitmer right. steps on my toe, I don't get to fucking elbow him in the nose as hard as I want. Yeah. Uh, even though, man, that would be satisfying. Um, <laughs> I, wonder, uh, <laughs> I wonder if he's just doing hangover lines to him. He's like, Mike, punch me in the face. Punch oh, me man. in the face. 
And he's like, dude, I'm not going to fucking punch you in the face. After five hours, he's like, you know what? Stupid. Here you go. Wop, 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 wop. That's yeah. like, I, yeah, I feel like a celebrity like him, a rich celebrity is like, all right, this is a settlement for this is going to cost me 500000 to a million. Well, that's what I thought after I read this this part where they says um, that after one of the people was treated for the, the he provided minimal details of the incident and refused to cooperate further with police investigation. So they Mike's person could have been like, here's a couple bucks. Just fucking don't just shut yeah, up. But that guy's a G for not because he could have very much gone like I was hit by Mike Tyson. Give me my million dollars. And he was like, nah, I'm good. I Maybe he sobered up a little bit. He's yeah. like, I kind of had that coming. He's a di- like you're a dick, dude. Don't get drunk and yell at people in the fucking flight. Like, come on, man. Well, it's like only an asshole like him would treat a. Yeah, yeah, he's like a celebrity, and yeah, he's like a you know more cartoonish celebrity. But like, only an asshole would like treat him like a fucking that, zoo animal. And honestly, that's why the face tattoo was such a bad idea by Mike Tyson because he's the most recognizable. Dude, because if you see him, like if you just saw Mike Tyson without the face tattoo and he had a hat on or something and he was getting on a plane, you're like, is that Mike Some, Tyson? And you'd kind of look a little bit and be like, ah, I think that's Mike Tyson. I don't know for sure. But like, I don't, don't want to be racist. I'm going to assume no. Right. But you see the face <laughs> tattoo and you're like, of course, that's Mike Tyson. That's definitely <laughs> like, him. That's definitely him. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think it's good enough. And there, um, you guys uh, just want to let people know where you're going to be, what to look out for. Go to race the movie the play.com. Mm-hmm. You know, go to our Kickstarter. You can also get tickets at the New York Theater Festival, Spring Slash Summerfest website, linked in my Instagram bio. Uh, honestly, if you're listening and you haven't given it to the play, three to five. I don't even want to, I, I don't expect you to drop a grand, but any amount of dollars goes a long way. It helps us. We get more backers yeah. and more backers helps in the algorithm. And so if you're listening, and tell twenty five dollars, you get to a video of the play. So if you're not in yep. New York and you want to watch it, yeah, twenty five bucks. That's two movie tickets. That's absolutely it. Race the movie the play uh, The link is also in my bio um, on Instagram. It's better mine as well. Yeah. It's better. It's be- the best. It's best it, in mine. Yeah, it's it's in my I mean, bio. I have like I have a link in my bio that will send you to the Kickstarter and also to buy tickets. Two separate mm-hmm. links, bitch. So, so if you want, if you want more value, you go to my Instagram at Nick underscore. <laughs> so donate to that. We've got exciting things happening with that. It's going to be, I mean, I think it's going to be fantastic. I, I know it will be, and you're not going to, you're going to want to be there. It's going to be special. Yeah. We got a great cast. I can't wait to be able to tell people some of the people we got in the cast. Yes, 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 yes. Anything else, fellas? Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's the, they got Daniel Day Lewis to come out of retirement, and it's mm-hmm. so fucking cool. But the funny thing is, is he's just playing a tree. He's actually part <laughs> of the set. But <laughs> it's something. It's something. Does that, does that look real? No. Oh my god. Oh shit. <laughs> you would know. You guys are the fucking. <laughs> I don't know. It's something Daniel Day Lewis would do. Yeah. Right. He'd be and the he, best he, goddamn tree ever. God, he would be method so annoying. I can't move. Will you bring me water? <laughs> <laughs> he lets himself die if you don't yeah. water him. <laughs> yeah, you're like, fucking just get your own fucking water. Anyway, guys, thanks so much. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Peace.